All right, so uh, this is Holman, and I'm on my way to Lightning's house, and he doesn't know I'm about to pull up in a uh, brand new 2020 Titan Pro 4X. So uh, this will be the first time that he actually sees the new truck in uh, in person. And here he is. What's going on there, Lightning? Dude, dude, what's up with this? This is not fair. Why? Why are you driving this new Nissan Titan? What? What? But, but I, what? I came to pick you up so you could check it out. <sighs> Uh, as much as I appreciate that, I should be in that seat over there. Nope, the one with the uh, the fatter guy. Nope, sitting I in. I, uh, <laughs> I signed for it. Uh, I would have signed for it. Yeah, but came to my uh, came to my work. Or do they look at my credit rating <laughs> and they say uh, you can't afford to have this? No, nah, they'll probably sell you one. You just yeah, can't yeah. have this one. <laughs> oh damn! All right, so we're going to uh, take this thing out for a drive. I've got some uh, interviews lined up, mm -hmm. uh, some Nissan folks and oh, some wow. people who use Nissan trucks, and I figured uh, we could do a quick walk around because I'm kind of curious. Uh, to get get your take on this dude thing. look at this what color is this red stitching it's kind of a, a burnt orange yeah so this is uh, if you notice on the badging here on the pro 4x it's a lava red yes and uh, this is the first time nissan has ever allowed their badge to be modified which is pretty cool i'm now processing the fact that i don't recall ever seeing a nissan badge any other color than chrome and black all right i'm getting out of the truck yeah and we're gonna do a quick walk around all right so what is this color called? Uh, this is actually like a, uh, a really uh, moody tan is what I call it. It's, a moody tan? Yeah, it's, uh, Nissan calls it Baja Storm. It's okay. really cool. It's, it's a, it looks like it's one of those uh, flat or non-metallic colors, but uh, it's... Uh, well, it's got sheen to it. It's clearly it, it, clear it's got, coated. It's got metallic in it. Right. It's really cool. Let me... Oh, and you're then, not joking. That the, is the finest metallic I've ever seen. The that red, looks really uh, cool. The red accent stitching is uh, on the inside, which looks nice, but then also mm -hmm. you see the red, the lava red uh, Nissan badges on the outside as well. Yep, on the center and, caps of the wheels. Listen to this. Okay. Well, you're not on the gas right now, so that's not going to Well, that's just how like quiet, but it still sounds good. That's the uh, new... 400 horsepower, 413 pound-feet of torque, 5.6 liter dual overhead cam, endurance V8. It's so quiet. Wait till we get in the truck. When we get in the truck, yeah. it's it's quiet until you get on it, and then it just sounds glorious. Oh, does it sound like every other Nissan Titan I've driven with the uh, endurance V8? Yeah, probably better. Okay. Just because we're in this one. Look at the rear tail light right here. It's got the Titan logo inside the light. There's a cool. yeah. If you look if you look at the uh, the lighting on this, this is all LED all the way around now. So there's okay. no incandescent lights anywhere. The new taillights have this really cool diffused look. Even the headlights are LED, and at night the headlights are spectacular with a really great cast and, and cutoff. And if you look in the bed, now this one has high beam assist as well, right? Oh yeah, this thing—it's it, loaded with safety features. In the bed, this also has the spray and bed liner and the Utilitrack system. And what's different between mm -hmm. the tight and everything else? Yep. These tie downs are aluminum. Ooh, that's nice. Whereas a lot of the competitors, their tie downs are plastic. And if you notice on the Nissan, the head of the bed mm -hmm. has a tie down as well as in the floor. So there's a lot of flexibility with moving these adjustable cleats around. So that's so one of the. Best I would feel about confident about tying you down in here while I off-roaded. No, no, no! You don't get to drive. <laughs> I already told you that today. Look at this! The tailgate applique is gorgeous. All right, walking around to the front end of the truck. Look at this! Oh, I'm really, really liking those headlights. I love the LED surrounds, and the that grill is really mean looking. But it's it's is it okay to call it elegant? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like mean looking, honestly. I mean, it's tough, right? It, yeah. It's bold and it doesn't look derivative. Like it definitely has a. How many, look. how many guys do you think realize that the grill insert right here is a T for Titan? Uh, I don't know. It's subtle. It is subtle. Uh, did you notice it also has the front camera? 
Oh, it's hidden right under well, the uh, look under the mirrors. The double S is in Nissan. Look under the mirrors. Under the mirrors. Oh, also it's cameras. This has 360 surround view. Yes, it does. Oh my lord. So uh, very cool to uh, go into that mode and be able to pull in a parking spot or use it off roading or see how close you are to things. I love the um, what do we call them? Lava red. The lava red. The tow hooks in the front. That's a nice little touch. All right. Well, uh, enough about the outside of this mm -hmm. thing. I think that we should. Let's probably get in. Let's get in. Getting in. This is nice. All right, what's the first thing you notice about the uh, the Titan when you sit in it? It's quiet. Well, it is quiet. It's quiet. I think I, I heard I your was, stomach rumble. I was talking about Are the uh, zero gravity seats. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I have keys in my left rear pocket, and I can't feel them. Is that because you're floating? No. Yeah, the seats. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is amazing. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. There's a detent above my head, and it's very long, and it's covered with some black fabric. Please retract that cover. Oh my lord, look at that view. So the uh, panoramic sunroof new for 2020 is one of the biggest in the segment. What I love is, look at this. There are grab handles next to it. Nobody else does the, the uh, sunroof like this, but right. it still has grab handles in the uh, in the roof. That takes some serious engineering because typically when you do a, any kind of a sunroof right here above the driver and passenger's head. a lot of structure. Yeah, there's no room for grab handles. So wait a minute, I have a grab handle on the A-pillars and I have a grab handle above my head, which is epic. And there's one behind my Look head. Look how fast this moves. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, <laughs> it's the screen, the shade is closing again. I really like it open. We're going to have to leave it open. I think it sounds silly talking about grab handles, but that's what you use every day. I mean, you're physically using the truck every day. And the fact that they're in the A pillar above your head, the B pillar, everywhere, uh, there's no issue getting in and out of this thing. Nope. I got in just fine. Uh, but what I want to do now is yes. put it in gear. And let's get out of here. Let's go for a drive. Okay. All right, so I have it in reverse. And if you yep. can see the surround view uh, camera. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to hit my car back there. No, 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 no. Look, okay. see? I can see exactly how far you I am. You have. All right. 360 view right there. Oh, awesome. that is beautiful. Look at that screen. It's gorgeous. All right, we're gonna, it's uh... really crisp. All right, here we go. Love the torque. The, so this has the new nine-speed automatic transmission. Now, you drove it from your house to mine and probably a little more than that. Oh, yeah. How, how are you feeling about this nine-speed? No, it's, it's, it's awesome. And if you look on the screen here, uh, this is the new nine-inch command center, which is an optional, uh, basically, infotainment and stereo and navigation. So correct me if I'm wrong, Holman, standard, in even with the eight-inch screen, all the Titans you get Android Auto and CarPlay, correct? Yep. And in fact, okay. we're going to use CarPlay right now because I want to give our friend Tiago, director of Nissan Trucks, a call. But we're going to wait, wait, wait. You want to call him while we're driving? We're going to interview him while we're driving. I'm going to plug my phone into right. CarPlay right now. We're going to show people that the Titan is so quiet that you can carry on a podcast interview while driving the truck. <laughs> I am all over it. Let's start the show. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck. Cause truck. With the truck show, we have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. Travel. Tiago, Lightning and Holman Truck Show Podcast. How you doing? Great. How are you, Sean? Doing good. How's it going? Oh, everything's perfect. 
We are driving your brand new 2020 Nissan Titan Pro 4X, so uh, we figured we'd give you a call and uh, talk Nissan trucks while we're driving it. That, that sounds amazing. I love that truck. <laughs> it is, first off, it's gorgeous. This is Lightning speaking. This is the first time I'm actually getting a chance to drive in one. Holman was, uh, has been fortunate enough to test them and, and get some great seat time in them. Uh, but this is my first go-round, and just the exterior is jaw-dropping. The lava red, we're in the Pro 4X. I don't know if you know that. The lava red accents are amazing. Are really, so congratulations, it's beautiful. And then as we're sitting inside, I am blown away at how quiet this darn thing is. And how comfortable these zero gravity seats are. <laughs> well, I, I like what you're seeing so far, Lightning Sean, I love this. And uh, you're right, it's really quiet. We have a, a acoustic window, uh, acoustic windshield that actually makes the truck quite quiet. Uh, so it's really, really good. Wait a minute, wait, wait. So explain, acoustically, how did you change the windshield? How is it different than other windshields? Or is it the shape and the curvature? Lower your window, either the driver or the passenger side window, just lower and put your hand on top of it. You will feel that the window has two different pieces and with a laminated uh, acoustic uh, material in between those oh two different Oh my gosh, you, makes... you are not joking. I'm doing that right now and there is a piece of lamination between two sheets of glass. So basically on the front windows, what's nice about that is it cuts down on all the wind noise and you can hear just us driving around how quiet it is. Exactly. So here you go. Not only I told you, I proved it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't feel that in the price of the truck. So how do you absorb all of these new features for the 2020 and the price not be, you know, $90,000? Uh, you've, you've baked so much into this truck. Yeah, we actually spent a lot of time with our engineers. Our engineers are really trying to put the best foot forward with this truck. So they looked at all the technologies that matter for our customers and they put into this truck. Uh, value is one of our propositions when it comes to uh, the 2020 Titan. And, and value is what you're referring to. You get a lot for your money. Now let me ask you this. So Tiago, Many people may not know that you are an engineer. You have an engineering background. You started at Timken, right? The bearing company, the world famous bearing company. Do you have influence on the engineering department when they're coming up with new, hey, let's do dual pane glass with a, with a uh, you know, a, with a sheet in between it. I mean, where are, where's your voice in the mix? Yeah, absolutely. I do have an engineering background as you described. Uh, I know the engineering team very well and we work very closely with the engineers to ensure that we're prioritizing what matters to the customers. So obviously the engineers have a lot of technology in their hands. So how we deploy the technology is where we get involved. So that debate, should we put acoustic windows on the Titan, yes or no? That's something that we're referring to uh, and we get involved with. And it's really a pleasure to work with them because those are passionate engineers. And in the case of the new 2020 Titan, the engineers are here. Most of the engineers sit in our office in Farmington Hills, Michigan. Uh, a lot of the engineers are also in our plants in Kenton, Mississippi, and we also have a test center in Arizona, um, which is uh, doing a lot of the tests uh, for this truck. So it is a pleasure to work with them. So Tiago, let's talk about some of the uh, decisions you made. You're talking about how you work with engineering and, and the team to decide what you know trims get different uh, features and what you're including in the truck. And you guys made the conscious decision to include your safety system standard across the entire Titan lineup, no matter what the price point. Yes, 
Absolutely. So we call those six safety features uh, Safety Shield 360. So that includes the automatic emergency braking, the rear automatic emergency braking, which is very unique in this segment, uh, blind spot warning and so forth and so on. When we talked about this, it was a question of who's buying this truck and would they value uh, these type of features? And we believe so. There's a lot of customers arriving in the segment, new to the segment, looking for a pickup that has similar features that their potentially their SUV had in the past. And here's an opportunity for us to attract this customers. That's where we made the decision to include the safety features standard. Doesn't matter which truck, they will have it. So, um, Holman, I've got a bunch of standard features here, yeah. like automatic, the, the emergency braking you're talking about yeah. with pedestrian detection, rear automatic braking, which you just mentioned. Do you also include the high beam assist and the lane departure warnings and the blind spot warnings as part of that package? Yes, absolutely. High beam assist is included, lane departure warning, blind spot warning, rear cross traffic alert, intelligent forward collision warning, which is actually quite interesting. It looks two cars ahead gives you a warning if the car, not the car in front of you, but the second car is slowing down and gives you a warning. That's before the vehicle brakes. If you think about, if you count over there, we have eight airbags in this truck. Most trucks in the segment do six. We actually included knee airbags right now. You're looking but, at doing, adding all these features, Tiago, again. How are you able to add all these and keep them standard where your competition just can't or doesn't? Well, it's a question of the proposition for this truck. Uh, there's two things we did here. We wanted to make the ordering of the truck, the sale of the truck, and also the understanding of the truck simple. You can also see what we did on the engine. We have one engine. It's the best-in-class standard horsepower, 400 horsepower, 413 foot-pounds of torque, 5.6 endurance V8. One engine for the truck. And we wanted to do this along with the safety features because we wanted to keep it simple. Customers that don't deserve to hours and hours trying to understand which spec they need in their truck. They arrive on a truck, they can be sure that they'll get a powerful truck and it's very safe and it has great technology. You guys probably saw the, the large nine-inch screen that we have on the truck, right? Oh, oh we're, yeah, we're looking at it right now. Oh, it says Tiago Castro right <laughs> in the center of it right now. Yeah, we're calling yes, you through, uh, through CarPlay and, uh, and showcasing that. And one of the things I'll say, Tiago, about the interior is a lot of manufacturers where the driver information screen is, and then you look over at the center stack screen, they're not the same quality of screen. And what you guys have done... Uh, both screens match. The contrast ratio looks great. They both have inky blacks and really vibrant colors. And it's amazing just how good the new 9-inch uh, command center screen looks in the new Titan. Yeah, I love We spent a lot of time with the engineers uh, deciding how that should, be look, uh, that should look. We also included a really cool feature for your cell phone. I don't know if you guys are using this, but you can put your cell phone standing uh, right there, connected with your cable. Uh, it's quite useful as well. Have you been able to check that? Yeah, so we've got the uh, on the center console You guys have the shifter on the column which opens up the center console for a lot of storage You guys have a couple of detents where you can move the cup holders around and then in addition to the cup holder You have this really cool phone holder that'll hold anything up to looks like two iPad minis uh, Or two cell phones while being plugged in and it's nice because it's out of the way but it's right at your fingertips in case you need to look at something. And I heard, we're on the street, Tiago, is that you have the patent on that little holder. Yeah, there's a patent on the holder. And one thing that is cool about that holder is if you ever decide to go off-roading, you can leave your cell phone in there and it will not move. It's incredible. I did some off-roading myself with a Pro 4X 
and it was a lot of fun. The cool thing about it is a lot of people are using their phones now for GPS software. So it's perfect from an off-road standpoint if you throw your uh, big phone or iPad mini with some uh, GPS off-road software and you've got it right at your fingertips on the trail, which is great. Absolutely. Now, Tiago, Tiago, you may not know this, but I spent uh, 25, almost 26 years in radio at a rock station. So audio is, uh, is one of my favorite areas. And I'm staring at the Fender logos on the A-pillars here inside the, uh, uh, just on the, over the tweeter here. The Fender system is incredible. It's so accurate sounding. It's not muddy as some of the competitors, which uh, unfortunately I, I own one and I hate it. <laughs> and this is just makes me want to tighten so bad. Tell me about working with the Fender crew in developing the sound system. Fender is, was one of those bets that we make early uh, on choosing a new partner to develop the system. And we were not 100% sure how it was going to come out. And I will tell you, it's 10 times better than I expected. The quality of the sound is amazing. The partnership with Fender, they're truly partners. They join us in events. They, they bring uh, sound beyond just the vehicle to the event. So it has been a great partnership. But more importantly, I heard customers telling us how much they're appreciating, just like what you did. And uh, the sound is truly amazing. Well, uh, the, so the, it was uh, the right thing to do. And I'm very happy that we made that decision. The center staging is perfect. For example, right now I'm holding the mic towards the windshield. You'd probably assume that I was miking you down at the bottom door speaker. That's not the case. I've got a mic right now up in the in the windshield, which is where your voice is supposed to be coming from, not the back of the car, not the doors, the front. I mean, when's the last time you sat at a concert and you and you turned around and faced the back of the theater because the the audio's come audio's coming from the wrong place. The staging is right. It's crisp and clear. We've listened to uh, uh, country, jazz. Ska. Uh, yes. <laughs> we, <laughs> Always we, obsessed with 90s ska. We've listened to everything. And what's cool about the system is uh, Fender uh, tuned it in this. So basically, when you're at 50% um, volume, it should be in at 50% dead center on treble and bass and, and all that, it's supposed to have an accurate reproduction. If you go to 100%, that accurate reproduction of sound doesn't change. And in fact, sounds so crisp you can hear the strings on a guitar being strummed and it doesn't get muddy or distorted at full volume which is what i was really impressed with i agree and by the way i love hearing from the experts some comments on fender and the truck this is this is great because you know uh, i i am not i have not spent 25 years with uh, in radio uh, and, and that's amazing to hear you saying that i i'd like to get your 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 backstory on changing the color here because the color in You're the, talking about the, the sorry, logo, yeah, right? To the logo yep. color, yeah. The lava red. Holman told me that this is the first time that Nissan has ventured out of the let's call it comfort zone of a black logo on a chrome background. And I've got to, I got to pay you credit. It is, it's, 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 it's a wonderful color because it's, it says red, but it doesn't scream at you. Um, it's. It, it, it's really well executed yeah, and through what, the contrast stitching inside. What did it take to get the lawyers to sign off on making that <laughs> logo change? Because I know, you know, that's a big deal, but for styling and for getting the feel right for the customer, I know it was important to you guys. Absolutely. So this this was a long discussion. Believe it or not, the, the logo is something that the company holds very close to their heart. And our designers, uh, when we start working with them, we ask, how can we make a statement, a sporty statement, something that makes me some pop but at the same time it makes a statement of sportiness and ruggedness and they came up with the lava red 
accent together with the black logo. And we loved it at first, but there was a lot of discussion internally. <laughs> Were they worried that once you kind of... Uh... Uh, you, you broke that seal, yeah. so to speak, that <laughs> now they're gonna, you're going to have all the colors of the rainbow. Of course, that might not be good. Yes. Initially, that was the discussion, but we all agreed that you, we have to be careful how many colors we add. This is only one uh, unique badge that is approved for the Pro4X logo to really tell what Pro4X is all about. Pro4X is about performance. It's about excitement. The red represents that the lava red. And also Pro4X is, you, you guys sort of were able to do some things you've never done before. For example, the front skid plate has the Pro4X logo stamped in it, which, you know, I know there's some discussion internally. It's like, well, why spend the, the, the money to stamp this uh, with the logo when nobody will see it? But the idea was you will see it off-road, especially if you're up on a rock, and it's just one of those little pieces of attention to detail that the end user really appreciates. See, Sean, that's when I know that you love the trucks, uh, trucks in general. So you looked underneath and you saw it. <laughs> Absolutely. We expect customers to that go off-road to be able to see that Pro4X. And yes, it was a small investment we needed to make, but it made sense. There's a few other investments, too. If you walk around the truck, you see the T for Titan in several different locations. For example, the headlamps, the tail lamps, and a few others that I won't be able to tell you right now. I'll let you, to, you, you look for it. Oh, we, look no, at that. Hold on. So that we were talking about that earlier uh, before we called you, and I know that there are Easter eggs. I know that somewhere inside, like the cylinder wall, you know, there, there's a there's a T that we're never gonna find out until we, you know, we to dig in or take things well, apart. Well, now you have uh, something to do this weekend. I'm not gonna take the engine apart. <laughs> no, no but, but you have to take the truck apart and find all the T's. I know that there are. There have to be. If I were an engineer at Nissan, I'd be going hog wild, hiding them everywhere. No, those are the design guys. Yeah. Oh, the design yeah, team. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about. Pro4X a little bit, and it's it's not just a sticker and badge package. Not only do you get the extra skid plating, not only do you kind of get the lava red accents, the unique interior. Um, by the way, you get cloth or leather like we're in now. I like how the interior kind of has a sort of a muted metallic carbon fiber accent without it trying to be those materials. It's very subtle and elegant. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very great. cool. And then uh, from a functionality standpoint, the Titan's a great vehicle off-road because nothing hangs below the uh, frame rail, so the skid plates protect everything. It's like a belly pan. There's nothing like a lot of uh, competitor vehicles where the you know uh, transfer case might hang down. And also, you guys do the Bilstein shocks on it. You get upgraded general uh, grabber tires. You've got the tow hooks that are actually functional and a uh, rear locker, an electronic rear locker that the driver can set. And then you also have off-road uh, screen on the driver information center to tell you a bunch of uh, stuff about your angle off-road and things like that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, all of those points that you made, uh, Sean, is we wanted to make a credible off-road truck. Not necessarily everybody will want to use it, but the point is not if you need, it's if you can. And in this truck, you can go off-roading and you can have a great time. I personally took this truck uh, recently to Breckenridge uh, into a really unique course to go uh, rock crawling. And most people couldn't believe that I was going with a full-size truck rock crawling, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, the traction control works really well with the rear locker to uh, to, to make sure that you're moving forward. And I, I really like this truck off-road. It handles great. And then also, of course, with the uh, big old 5.6 liter V8, you can definitely steer with your throttle, uh, which I happen to uh, enjoy quite a bit. What do you think about the new transmission, nine-speed transmission now uh, combined with our 5.6 V8? It's great. Um, I 
really like the old seven speed. I didn't think you needed a nine speed. And now that I have the nine speed, I wouldn't go back. Uh, it always seems to be in the right gear. And then passing power seems a lot better too. I think uh, Nissan was able to actually lower the final drive ratio because you can compensate for it in how wide the gear sp uh, spacing is in the trans. And it just makes the overall driving experience that much better because everything, you know, power-wise is right where you want it to be. Exactly. Well, gl glad to hear it. How many variations do you go through before you end up at this transmission configuration? I mean, is that a five-year process, a one-year pro What? I can't even imagine how involved that is. I mean, transmissions are A, super complex, but there's financial decisions behind well, it. Well, not even that. How about just how many plates are you towing or not towing? Payload, not payload. Are you at sea level? Are you climbing mountains? I mean, there's so many things. Are you stopping stop and go traffic? All the things that, you know, a truck needs to do well. Absolutely. And the transmission takes a long time to be developed. Uh, you know, it can be, as you said, five years on the development. But more importantly, for us, it's very important for the truck to the transmission to be tested up front. So we put thousands and thousands of miles of, of this uh, transmission on real durability testing, real world testing, like towing, and uh, to be sure that by the time the transmission arrives in the in the marketplace, it is ready to go. We're really excited about this this transmission because not only will put it the new nine speed on the Titan, but it's coming also on the Frontier. Well, that's that's a good segue because I know you guys just announced some Frontier product news. But before we get to Frontier, real quick, I just want to talk about the Titan and towing and the Titan XD and how they fit together. Yeah, the Titan XD. Uh, has been a, a, a great vehicle for somebody who cares about towing. So going from a Titan to the Titan XD, you get about 1,700 more uh, pounds, 1,700 pounds of towing improvement. But it comes that 1,700 uh, <coughs> improvement comes with a, several key uh, changes. One is a new frame. It's a beefier frame, ready to go for some big items. It gets bigger brakes. So you can stop at those big items. Uh, so it's truly a, a, if you think about a, a upgrade on towing, it's a true upgrade. It's not just a few features that look like your number is okay, but when you drive with XD, this vehicle is very capable. And I think, uh, Sean, if I remember, you were able to drive one, correct? Yeah, I've been able to tow with it, and I actually love towing with the XD. What did you tow? Um, Airstream trailer, and then did a, uh, a, so the Titan XD comes from the factory with a gooseneck set up in the bed. And I drove a gooseneck trailer with pieces of Are equipment on the back. Yeah, standard. Well, uh, was it S uh, SV it up? Yeah, SV standard. Uh, the gooseneck, correct. Yep, straight then, from the factory. And then uh, on top of that, you know, so we're in the standard Titan right now, which is a great truck. Has uh, what about? Is it 9,500, 9,800 pounds for towing? Yes, 9,800 pounds for towing standard. So you don't have to really think. Some of the competitors start at 7,000, and they keep going. Depending on what features they put it in, you can go up. Uh, beyond that, but we every truck will be guaranteed to have that uh, towing capacity. And so, in the standard Titan with with the 9800, you have the integrated trailer brake controller. You have um, all the things you would need to tow that load. But then, when you go to the XD, you get that extra 1700 pounds. What's fascinating is the way that you guys are positioning XD now is sort of as your your ultimate tow package. So you may go to a competitor's truck. You go, oh, I want the uh, you know, I want the tow package and I get a uh, auxiliary cooler and I get a trailer brake controller and I get some trailer wiring and that's their, 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 their trailer tow package. What you guys are doing is saying, okay, if you select our trailer tow package, which is the XD, you get a beefier frame, you get bigger brakes, you get more payload. Well, it's actually 
a different truck foundation with almost no parts shared between the standard Titan and the XD, which really makes the XD, uh, you know, be able to tow those those bigger loads with confidence. And the XD is also longer, has a, uh, it's a, what, a foot longer, Tiago? Has a six and a half foot bed? Yeah, he has a six and a half foot bed versus a five and a half on the, on the Pepstone. And so the, uh, the Titan XD is now available in 2020 with uh, all crew cab 4x4 configurations, which was Nissan's most popular one. And so if you're looking to, to tow uh, you know, closer to the 12,000 pound range, or you feel more comfortable having additional reserve capacity from your, uh, from your brakes and, and all that, Titan XD is a great choice. Also, both trucks come with a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty, which is awesome. But all right, so not, not that we want to move on from Titan, because you'll still you know, hear us uh, driving around in this one. But let's talk about Frontier. In case they haven't forgotten, Holman, we are driving right now. Yeah, we are still driving. I don't know if they can hear it or not. We're um, on Pacific Coast Highway. Right I can hear you so well. I love the fact that I can hear you so well through the Bluetooth. Can, uh, can I, uh, can I, tell me if you can hear this, Tiago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not on the gas. Oh, it's oh, so good. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's so quiet and refined inside, but outside... You can just hear that V8 sing, and it sounds so good pulling away. I, I wanted to ask you about that, Tiago, um, and before we get on to, how do you maintain that signature Nissan V8 sound? It is so distinctive. No other truck has it. I know guys who have bought the Titan just for the sound. No joke. They're like, they become addicted kind of viscerally to that sound. Yeah, and, and this is the, the things that our engineers work on. And we, want, we believe that sound is important for the truck. So we've always been protected for the sound. So we are always asking the team, the engineering team, what can you do to maintain? You know, and, and through regulations and changes in the engine, always there's opportunities to eliminate the sound or reduce the sound. But as you just did, it's fun to drive a truck that has some sound. And we want to keep that through to our customer. Yeah, I mean, look, if you don't want the sound, you simply roll up the windows. If yeah, you want yeah, the sound, yeah. you roll them down, and all of a sudden, exactly. all of a sudden, you've got a sports car. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it sounds awesome. We, you may hear us indulging with the right pedal <laughs> on, our, on our drive here, but I wanted to talk about the Nissan Frontier news because Titan isn't the only thing that you guys have going on. Uh, of course, the uh, 2021 Frontier is uh, only about a year away, but you did something special for the 2020 Frontier and for owners who are looking to kind of get uh, into the current truck, but you didn't just let it die on the vine and say, we've, we've given up on it, we've got a new truck coming. You said, let's reinvest in this platform, and it's it's one of the most popular compact mid-sized trucks out there right now, and you guys just made it even better. Yeah, we, we invested quite a bit to bring a new heart to the Frontier. So the heart of the next generation truck is coming in right now. We have a new 3.8 liter uh, V6 that is actually uh, together with a nine speed transmission that makes a phenomenal powertrain. It increases the horsepower close to 50 uh, horsepower. So, and then you get also better fuel economy, which is pretty unheard of, right? You improve horsepower, 49 horsepower to be precise. And then you get another two MPG improvement in fuel economy. The, the fuel economy of this truck is actually better than the last year's i4 truck, which is unbelievable. Uh, so we're really excited about it. So now you're up to 310 horsepower, which leads the segment with the most powerful uh, standard V6, right? 310 on a mid-size pickup. Wow. You know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't believe Well, that by the way, when the Titan came out in 2004, the 5.6 liter V8 in 04 had 300 horsepower. So here we are. 
uh, you know, 15 years later, and you've got a a V6 pumping out the same horsepower. Now the V8's at 400. I mean, that's just it's amazing to see the technology march on and all the improvements that you can hand the customer as technology matures. Yeah, all of that would improve fuel economy throughout too. So you got more horsepower, more fuel economy. I completely agree. This is phenomenal engineering right there. I don't think that people understand that to make more horsepower, you have to add fuel yeah. and and or air. And to have better fuel economy, you have to not use as much fuel or air. <laughs> right. So they're fighting each other. And to be able to do that, I, I think it's a, a mind-numbing exercise. And to pull it off the way you do, it's incredible. It is incredible. But you know, I'll tell you guys, we we wanted to make that statement. Heavy Titan with the most standard horsepower. Titan has now 400 horsepower. And then Frontier with the same, most standard horsepower in the segment. Hold, hold on a sec, Tiago, hold on. Sorry, just had to uh, oh. indulge myself with your uh, 5.6 liter endurance V8 there for a moment. I apologize for interrupting, but that thing just sounds so good. There was a green light and there was nobody in front of us on the stretch of road right here. And we wanted to remind our listeners that we're actually in a Titan right now. Yeah. Uh, you were booking. Limits, okay? Yeah, no, no, we, we, I, I pulled out right at the speed limit. We're good, Tiago. Yeah, All the sure lawyers will did. be happy. Sure All the lawyers will be happy. Yeah, you're doing 35. You have the window open. You have that big panoramic moonroof open. Oh yeah, we were looking at that big panoramic moonroof, and uh, you know, lightning was uh, staring at the sun there for a minute from the uh, passenger I seat. Was, uh, hold on, <laughs> one more time, one more time. I'm gonna, I'm rolling down my window, getting some ambiance. You guys can hear the uh, outside air here. All right, hit it. Oh, sounds so good. All right, that was zero to 60 right there. By the way, it was in an area where 60 miles an hour was the speed limit. So we That's were just true. merging. That's so we're true. good. We're good. Uh, that, Boy, you oh roll up that window. <laughs> I do not love that. <laughs> I, I'm glad he pointed out the dual pane windows because I don't think that I would have noticed that yeah. had he not. I, I noticed it because of how, how quiet it is. Yeah. All right, well, let's get back to Frontier. Okay. So I was going to say the Frontier is such an important product for us, for Nissan. This vehicle has been... You know, since 1959, the first vehicle, the first compact pickup truck in the U.S. Well, it came from Nissan. Uh, first half-ton pickup was 1969 for a compact pickup. Do people then know that, Tiago? Do people know that you guys brought a compact pickup truck to America in the late 50s? I don't know. I don't think they do. That's a, that's crazy. I, I think people would be blown away that Nissan isn't just a company that made trucks in the 70s. You guys were making trucks far before them and selling them in the U.S. in the 50s. Yeah, 1959. It's incredible. I agree with you. I don't know if many people know about it, so maybe we should talk more about it, right? What do you think? <laughs> Absolutely. We have more. This is not the end. You know, in, the King Cab was introduced also here by Nissan with his extended body in 1983. Actually, 1983, when we first started uh, producing vehicles at the Smyrna, Tennessee, factory here in Tennessee, and the Frontier was the first vehicle we produced, which is really cool too. So Nissan employees are very proud of Frontier. Oh, I remember uh, when that King Cab came out, everyone I knew wanted one. Yeah, because you recline your seat. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. Like, why didn't someone do this sooner? And they were the, they were the first one. They innovated in that space. And it doesn't end there either, does it, Tiago? But wait, there's more. Oh, wait. There's more. <laughs> there's more. First compact pickup sold in the U.S. with a full-size crew cab door. That was in 2000, not too long ago. 
Wait, what? Yeah, Wait, well, hold on they were the first double cab crew slash crew cab. Is that true? Compact midsize truck. Yes. What? It, yep. And a lot of other competitors sold overseas, but nobody ever brought it to America. And Nissan was the first to bring the crew cab compact midsize truck to America. And nowadays, that's what we sell, right? That's the most popular truck in the segment. Now, yeah, I mean, uh, as Holman often says, the truck is the modern day station wagon. You know, when we were kids, we were screwed. We had like big ugly station wagons, and now. Like, my kids get to roll around in a Nissan Titan, and they have no idea how horrible <laughs> our, our youths used to be. Yeah, if they, if they got into the minivans and station wagons we were in as kids, they would be like, how did you even survive? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think that's the thing today is that the truck, the, the Titan, is it's the work truck. It is, uh, I mean, the entire Nissan lineup, it's, it's, it's. You can work it as hard as you want to work there, it. It's multi-purpose. And you, then you, you, can whatever, take yeah. it, you can valet it at, at the nicest restaurant. Let's go back to the history of the Frontier. You guys were also the first to introduce a factory supercharger in, is it all trucks or uh, compact midsize trucks? In compact uh, midsize trucks. That was in 2001, Sean. 2001, we were the first to introduce supercharger in that uh, Frontier, uh, which is, again, factory installed supercharger. Wow. Yeah, I remember when that came out, and it was a it was a big deal because um, at the time people were starting to want more power, and it was a great way of, of giving people that boost without re-engineering the truck or trying to figure out a new engine. And uh, it's funny you can still find those trucks out there. They carry a premium in the uh, in the used car secondary market because they're pretty popular now. I don't think people really knew about them back then. No, I agree. And actually, you can find a lot of Frontiers with lots of miles. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about this, but back, uh, when was it? In the February, in the Chicago Auto Show, we were able to meet uh, a Frontier customer that drove the pickup since 2007 and one million miles yes, on the truck. And we he was still driving it. We're talking to him later on in this show so we can hear exactly from, from his own mouth why he chose a Frontier, why it affected his business, and if he ever thought he would get that many miles out of a Frontier, which is which is awesome. So we're going to hear from him next. Oh, I'm so glad you're going to talk to him. Very nice gentleman, too. It will be a great uh, talk. Yep, Brian, trying to, Brian trying Murphy. To, trying to do the math on how many miles you got to do a day to get a I million. don't know what it is a day. It's 77,000 a year, and I think it ends up being like 400 <laughs> a day, which is a day. 400 yeah. a day, yeah. And you know he takes a day off, right? So it's probably six days a week, so it's probably his daily mileage is probably way up there. My gosh! So looking looking forward to talking to him. Uh, I also wanted to point out that you know as as we talk about the history of Nissan and some of the innovations and first Titan also has a lot of innovations on it. Titan brought spray and bed liners to the truck market. They were the first brand. Nissan was the first brand to ever offer a factory spray what? and bed liner. Is and that true? It is true. And then also the the excellent one of my favorite things about the Titan is the Utilitrack bed rail tie down system in the back not only has adjustable cleats, but those cleats are made out of metal, aluminum and not plastic. They can be put anywhere on the rail and the rails aren't just on the bedsides, they're at the head of the bed as well as the floor of the bed. So you have so much opportunity to tie things down well, that's and always your way. I used to ride a, uh, I had an RM125 and then I had a CR250 and a bunch of different dirt bikes and there was never a good way, no matter what truck I owned, to tie them down. You were always struggling. And if you had two bikes, then you have to tie them together. And yep. there's no, there, it was just no central so complete point. This gives you a ton of flexibility. This, this solves yeah. it all. Yeah, especially being in the floor. Uh, nobody else is doing that, which which I don't know that yeah. people remember. And also, 
Have you ever been inside a uh, or tried to get into a uh, extended cab, king cab pickup truck, and that rear door traps you in a parking lot, right? So basically, you open the driver's door, you open the rear door, and if you're parked next to a car, you're stuck. Well. Nissan was the very first company that made it a nearly 180 degree swinging open rear extended cab door. So on their king cab, you could fold the door against the bed and you're no longer stuck on the side of the truck in uh, in parking lot purgatory. <laughs> I've been in parking lot purgatory. Have it's you? not fun, yeah. Hey, and by the way, the Utilitrack system that you just mentioned with the rails on the bed is one of my favorite features uh, on a truck. And Frontier has that one too. Yeah, and you guys also have it on the floor, Frontier. And so whether you choose your, your midsize truck or you choose your big truck, you'll have the same, you know, storage flexibility for, for managing cargo and things like that. I mean, I don't think people realize when you're, because there's so many times you have something small that you just don't want moving around on the bed and you can't tie it up to the bed wall, right? Right. So you've got to tie it down somewhere and without a, a runner along the, along the bottom, there's just, there's no way to handle it. There's no way to solve that equation. Well, you can do it when you're in a Titan, no, my friend. And yeah. guess and what? You're, you're in a Titan right now. And it's sweet. I we we say. need to get it. I can't wait for the, the new Frontier. I'm sure that's something that Tiago is uh, super, super pumped to show us at some point. So, Tiago, uh, when do we get to drive the 2020 Frontier with the, uh, with the new engine? It's going to go on sale in, in the spring. So we're going to get you one uh, before that so you can check it out and, and let us know what you think about it. How about that? Oh, I, lo- I love it. Deal? I love it. We're in? <laughs> I actually drove one recently, and it was a lot of fun. You know, it's fast. It feels exactly what you would you would expect from a 310 horsepower nine-speed automatic truck. Well, and and I might have seen one on my last visit to Tennessee, and uh, the person to go uh, unnamed you might have seen one. Well, I, I had gone out with some of our friends at uh, Nissan for dinner. And uh, parked next to me was a Frontier, and when the said gentleman started it up, I go, wait a minute, minute. that's not the old engine, what's going on here? And so uh, I, uh, you know, pried a little bit and figured out, oh, oh. It it was camoed up? No. It was not camoed? No, no, it was uh, was out out in the wild, and... uh, and it's cool. The same uh, start-stop button you have right here on this uh, Titan interior is in the Frontier on the center console. And when I looked in the window, I just I went, oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> so, all right. So here's the deal, Tiago. Um, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you walking us through the uh, the new Titan, the upcoming Frontier, the history of Nissan trucks, some of the new features. We are about to go to our studio. We've got a little freeway hop to do. So I just want to get the Titan up to speed on the freeway so people can hear how quiet it is at speed. And then we're going to let you go because we're headed to the studio to interview some more Nissan folks about their experiences with your trucks. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm glad you're enjoying the truck. Oh, we love it. Oh, yeah. Congratulations All right, well, on got... this. It's just we're having a lot of fun. All right, we're getting on the freeway now, Tiago, and uh, we are at... 70 on the freeway and you can hear how quiet the truck is all i gotta say tiago is good job man good job hold on oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna put the mic between my legs and give you a slow clap hey oh that's this not is slow music to our ears we really appreciate the feedback and uh thank you so much for your time you got it all right we'll awesome. talk soon congrats thank we, you we appreciate your time thanks tiago thank you very much talk to you guys soon thank right. you okay bye bye all right podcast studio here we come 
So having just checked in with Tiago Castro, let's play a little bit of the audio from the Chicago International Auto Show. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, it just, uh, okay. it just happened a couple months ago. This is uh, Tiago talking to Brian Murphy, our next guest. All right, let's to hear it. over 200 journalists, Mr. Murphy, the owner of the Frontier, the Million Mile Frontier, he's been driving his truck for 12 years. He drives every day for his delivery service, and the truck has a million miles. How cool is that? Thank you so much for the motion. Here's the key fob for the new truck. We gave him a brand new 2020 Frontier with a new V6 engine. So he is happy today. It's been overwhelming. Uh, I can't believe you know, how, how big it got. And, uh, uh, I'm really, really happy. All right, so we are calling Mr. Brian Murphy, and he's just outside of Chicago, correct? Is that the guy who put a million miles on a Nissan Frontier with no major maintenance? I think if it weren't, we would just, uh, I don't know, would we be calling it random Brian Murphy outside of Chicago? <laughs> yeah, right, this well, dude drives 400 miles a day. 77,000 <laughs> miles a year on average. I, yeah. I think uh, I, I got to hear a story. Mm-hmm. Dial him up. What if he has time to take her call? He's busy. He's probably driving right now. Hello, Mr. Brian Murphy. It's Lightning and Holman from the Truck Show Podcast. How you doing? Uh, How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Are you uh, currently driving right now? I am not. I'm at home. (laughs) What's the deal here? You bought this truck new, a Nissan Frontier, in 2007, and then proceeded to drive 77,000 miles a year until 2020. Correct. Yeah, I am uh, a delivery driver. I uh, work for a small delivery company. I do on-call deliveries uh, anywhere in the 48 United States. Uh, mostly Chicago area every day, though. Once in a while, a longer run. Now, are are yeah. you delivering important stuff like uh, blood and and uh, uh, and hearts and things like that, or just nothing uh, paperwork? Nothing, nothing quite that critical. But we do uh, deliver quite a bit of medical stuff, uh, okay. surgical instruments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. I, I'm looking at. By the way, the truck is is, is gorgeous. Um, you would never imagine that it had a million miles on it. It looks like you've been able to keep up the uh, the the paint, the looks. There's hardly any dents or dings in it. We'll circle back and get to how do you keep a truck in the Midwest looking that good over the, so many years. But what made you buy the Frontier in the first place? How did you choose that truck in 2007? And why manual transmission if you knew you were going to be driving so much every day? Well, I, I bought it because I needed uh, a truck to, to haul my cargo. I really didn't want a minivan. Minivans typically are not really that great on gas. So I bought a four-cylinder manual transmission pickup truck and put a cap on it and uh, couldn't be happier. Once you chose the Frontier, did you know that you were going to keep it for one million miles? Well, I had hoped to. Really? Uh, I, have to I, I have to pay all my own expenses and all, you know, for all my own repairs and gas and everything. So, you know, the longer I can make something last, it's money in my pocket. So uh, I was hoping to uh, go long term. I didn't know it would go this long term. But uh, it, it certainly did. Well, I'm amazed that uh, you found out something that most people will never find out, and that's the digital odometer on a Nissan Frontier only has enough spaces to hit 99999. So <laughs> when you rolled over, you had to keep the trip going to show that you were uh, deep into million-mile territory. Correct. Correct. Yeah, it so, stopped at all nines, and uh, but the odometer kept going a little while, and even that quick 
quit after a while. <laughs> so what what happened? So, Did it flip to all zeros? It just it stopped at all nines. It's still at all nines. It's like winning Six the jackpot. Nines. Oh, yeah, that is the coolest sure. thing ever. Imagine if it had stopped at all sevens, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going through your list of uh, of parts and, and things that you've replaced, and I was shocked to find out that you basically did regular maintenance, your own oil every 10,000 miles. I, I'm guessing maybe mm-hmm. a synthetic oil. Is, is that what you used? Yes, I use synthetic oil. Okay. Mobile one. Mm-hmm. All right, well, great oil, obviously. And then you had... Yeah. Um, this is what we, I think, blew us away. The original clutch was replaced at 801,000 miles. That is correct. Yep. Now, how's it's, that even was possible? So, were you driving like a grandpa? Or, I mean. Uh, yeah. I Seriously, I will admit that I do baby, you know, like I say, you know, I have to pay for all my own uh, repairs and maintenance. So, I drove it as easy as I could, all things considered. So. I got to know, have you ever done a burnout? Ever? Just once? No, uh, <laughs> not, not in not in this vehicle. <laughs> oh, oh, so he's got other vehicles. I see how it is. Well, I, I don't think this vehicle would do a burnout. It is a four-cylinder after all. I think you could do make it. it do a burnout. It's got some spunk. <laughs> I could make it do a burnout. Yep. All right. Uh, we, we noticed that the timing chain was not because you had to, but preventively swapped at 700,000 miles. <laughs> Preventative Correct. maintenance at 700,000 miles. And that the alternator and radiator both lasted about... 450,000 miles. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, And then the other thing that I was fascinated to find out, because I I think people would want to know this, the only other part of note that was replaced was the driver's seat at 500,000 miles. I was going to ask, so I'm, I'm dying to know what the seat looked like and, and what, your, what your, your pants look like after driving that much. I mean, like, dude, you, uh, you, you're... Talk, talk about an, fitting like an old shoe. Right? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have you know, I change my pants a lot more often than I change my, my driver's seat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it actually lasted, you know, well into the 500,000. I think maybe it was almost even 600,000. But the uh, the material was worn out, plus the frame was, you know, rocking a little. So I did find a seat at a junkyard that I put in there. And, he didn't uh, even buy a new <laughs> seat. Well, it was, no, it was relatively young. It only had 150,000 yeah. miles on it. So, so well, did, did the left bolster wear out first? I mean, because they all do in every single truck. Yes, yes, it did. But, uh, uh, how long yeah, did it yeah. take for, we've got a, a listener on the Truck Show podcast who uh, his, your truck is basically his everyday work truck. He's in the uh, pest control business. And okay. he, he mm-hmm. gave us the specs of how fast you could roll up a uh, crank window before bees come <laughs> inside the cab. <laughs> and he said that it, I believe he told us it takes about 20,000 miles uh, for the knob to become shiny uh, on the <laughs> shift on the shifter. So I'm that curious. That is true. <laughs> is, is your, uh, is your knob uh, shiny? His looks chrome. It, it, it is shiny, and the numbers are almost non-existent anymore. You know, it has the... I would, I would imagine that after this time you spend in there, you probably know the shift pattern pretty well. I do. I, I can pretty much do it with my eyes closed, believe it or not. Do you do you go through that shift pattern like in the, at 4 a.m. in the middle of the night? <laughs> like, in bed? wake up like, uh, reverse. Not to over, my knowledge. Right down, yeah. so, so, Not to my knowledge, but it's possible. Some people have like rest, uh, restless leg syndrome. Yeah. Brian has uh, restless clutch foot syndrome. It's only his left one that moves at night. That's right. <laughs> what made you choose the Frontier in the first place? Did you look at other makes and, and why did you settle on the Frontier? Settle? Well, How dare you? <laughs> settle? No. Choose. I'm sorry. Choose. Choose. Select. Oh, yeah. Select. Always. Well, when, when I started this job 16 years ago, I had a Chevy S10. Uh, same thing. Four-cylinder, 
manual transmission. And that really worked good for what I needed, but I just needed something a little bit bigger, partly for me and the cab and a little bit more room in the back and the bed. And uh, this filled the bill. It was still a four cylinder and manual trans. So it, I had my fuel mileage and, uh, you know, it was just a little bit bigger, rode a little bit higher. And uh, so that, that was what I had to have. I don't think people realize how much, how roomy the Frontier is. Yeah, it's very roomy. Yeah, for- I mean, it's a king cab. It has, it's good for two people. And uh, occasionally, I've put my grandkids in the little seats in the back. Brian, are you but- a big guy? What, are you five ten? I'm about five eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. about two hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a big guy. It's plenty of room for me in there. So let's so. let's uh, circle back to you. how in the heck did you keep it looking so good? Being based out of Chicago, where you've got winters and road salt and all that stuff. I mean, this this thing. Yeah. It's amazing how clean the paint is, how shiny it still is. Well, I, I'm dying to know, though. So in the photos that were sent around, it mm-hmm. looks like it's brand new paint. Is that doctored in Photoshop, or is it really that nice? No, it was at the Chicago it, Auto Show. It looked oh, that nice in person. Oh, really? What? Yeah, and it really is pretty good. I mean, it's very good for considering the use it's had and, you know, and 13 years old, but I really haven't done anything crazy with it. I mean, I run it through the wash in the winter, like once a week and in the summer I wash it at home, but I haven't done anything. Well, who, really who does crazy. the buffing and detailing? I mean, to uh... <laughs> nobody, nobody. I, I, I have never waxed the truck. What? No, that's not. Wow. Pop- no, 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 no. I'm, an, this, I'm is where Brian, impressed. this is where Brian is lying to us. <laughs> now you don't have to lie to us. You can come clean. You can't. No, have... it's, it's the truth. What? Uh, I've never waxed the truck. It, I just wash it, and I just make really sh- – I'm really careful with it. I park, you know, in a safe place. I don't try not to let any things happen to it or, you know, because that's where rust starts. And, and uh, so it's – if you look at it closely, there are a few, you know, rock chips and Yeah, there's a few dings and stuff. It has to be expected, by the way. It has to be expected. He's, yeah, he's driven a freaking million miles behind Yeah. But I don't understand how – Without wax, how that paint can look that good. That clear coat has to be yeah. industrial it, strength. I mean, like a, yeah. diamond coated. It's a can, great do they paint have job and coated? a good clear coat. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, the, ne- the Nissan no. factory did a good job on that one. They down did, there in sure. uh, Canton, Mississippi. So, and it's a good color. It, it, it's great you know, color. Stayed, stayed nice looking. You know, it's kind of it's not maroon. What would you call it's it? Like a burgundy, like a metallic red. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe deep. like a candy apple. Type. Yeah, okay. I, something like that. I'll, I'll yeah. go with that. It's it's a good looking truck. Well, I want to know how did Nissan find you? How did they identify you, or was it your dealer records, or what? Like, how did this go down? Well, actually, my son works at a Nissan dealership. He's ah. a sales finance guy, and uh, he started talking with his boss there at the dealership, and you know. The boss kind of climbed the ladder in, uh, you know, contacts. And finally, a guy said, well, here's the guy you need to talk to, the head of uh, promotional department in Nissan. And uh, lo and behold, a little while after that, I got a call. Well, but so did you have the plan or did someone in your family have a plan to reach out to see if they would trade up? I mean, what was what was your idea here in reaching out to corporate? Well, I was hoping I was hoping, uh, you know, that my story would get out there and that and, uh, you know, I could do some advertising for Nissan. And ultimately, uh, what ended up happening was what I wanted. And they're going to give me a new truck. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. So let, let's talk about totally that. Totally awesome. But so, you, yeah. you, you, there's no way you expected them to say, oh, we'd like to give you a new truck. You were just hoping to help with some PR or maybe a discount on an upgrade or right. something like that. Of I would course. Assume. Yes. Right. Yes. So let's talk about that. Uh, essentially, you rolled over a million miles just before the Chicago Auto Show. Nissan, mm-hmm. our friends at Nissan, were actually tracking 
uh, your mileage every day to, to see when that would happen. You took a picture of the day it happened. And it right, was on the right. show floor at the Chicago Auto Show. And if you want to check out some more information on online, hashtag Million Mile Frontier. But let's talk about what they're doing for you and where the truck goes from here. Uh, well, the truck is at the dealership right now where I bought it on the showroom floor with all the stickers on and everything that you saw maybe at the auto show. And uh, they gave me a, a vehicle to use in the meantime for work, uh, a small NV van. And uh, after and you already have 200,000 miles on in the last couple months. <laughs> They're like, Brian, calm down. You're like, yeah. hey, Brian, we're going to give you a free van, but uh, it's, it's only uh, 15 miles a day. You get uh, 10 cents a mile overcharge. <laughs> <laughs> so they've they've been great. They they don't care about that the mileage or anything. And uh, eventually, I think after I get my new truck, it's going to go to the Lane Museum in Nashville. Very cool. Nissan has an area where they have their historic vehicles there on the lower level or whatever. I've never been there, but they tell me that it's going into a museum. So that's awesome. I mean, this is a pretty big deal. Most people buy their cars and trucks and flip them around a hundred thousand miles, maybe two hundred. Right. But the right, fact yeah. that you're legitimately have taken this thing to the million mile mark. And again, I think, you know, you talk about the dependability and durability and, and what you need as a courier. You can't have a truck that's not reliable. And the fact that it still has the original engine, the original transmission, the drive right, line, all right. those things. I, it's, Holman, it's I want to know what his uh, stereo knobs look like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they're shiny, too. <laughs> So what? Uh, oh, I know why the paint's so shiny. Why is that? All the air going through it constantly just blows all the dust there off. There you and go. Oh, you think it. that's it? Yeah, I think that's it. And the snow and the rain and the everything <laughs> blowing by. He's driven a million miles. What do you listen to on the radio, or do you not? I yeah, I listen to Sirius XM. Okay. I, uh, listen to uh, Flash Phelps in the morning on 60s on 6. There you go. Okay. And then the rest of the day, I bounce around. This is the Truck Show to... podcast, right? <laughs> of course Truck Show podcast. You will now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the day, I bounce around from news to kind of check out traffic to other stations. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 62 years old, so I don't like modern music. I like the older stuff. So Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so Nissan reaches out and they say you can get a new truck and you choose what and how are you going to outfit it? Well, they told me I could get get it any way I want. So I am going to uh, retire from cranking the windows and shifting the gears. <laughs> and I am going to get a, a SL model Frontier. Nice. Nice. With uh, leather seats and uh, nice Upgrade on the stereo and well, Brian, automatic transmission. Those leather seats <laughs> will be a lot more expensive to replace at 150,000 miles uh, I know, yard. I know. But <laughs> since I'm getting the truck for nothing, I can swing it. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, that's a good choice. Hey, yeah. easier to clean, too. <laughs> but now to get a new True. truck, he's going to have to have a 2 million mile front that, That's right. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a tiered program, and uh, Nissan doesn't mm. want to hear you for, uh, let's see, if it took you 13 years, uh, 26 <laughs> years, you can get a new, uh, new truck with the, for this one. So, wait, so he's upgrading to 310 horsepower, 3 liter V6, correct? Well, that'd be, no, the 3.8 liter V6. Oh, 3.8 liter. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That replaces both the uh, 2.5 liter uh, four cylinder as well as the 4-liter V6 that's in the current truck. But but Correct. can Brian appreciate it because he drives like a grandpa? Uh, absolutely, because <laughs> yeah. there are times you need that power so to So he gets merge. to finally do the burnout. Yeah, that's right. I can do it. I, I'll do it. All right. Just for you guys. Thank I'll you. Do that's it. all we want. Yes. One, one burnout in the new truck in celebration of uh, hitting a million miles, because that's uh, that's awesome, my friend. All right. Well, this is uh, that's a cool story. Well, hey, Brian, what's the longest that you drive in a single shot? And the reason I ask you is, I drive cross-country several times a year. I enjoy the open road. I enjoy driving. 
And I found when I was young, 1,200 miles. And then mm-hmm. got to about 1,000, was it? Now I'm about 750, That's what I can click off without getting too tired. What, what's the a maximum amount of uh, miles you allow yourself to do in a day? Uh, probably six to 800. One day in my last 16 years that I've worked at this job that I did 800 miles in one day. Oof. And of course, that's not without stopping. Of course, I, I had to, you know, stop. But uh, yep, yeah, eight hundred miles. So that's about a day. twelve, thirteen hour day on average. Have you taken? Oh, for sure. Did you take the old yeah. Frontier on long road trips, or was it just the uh, courier truck? It's just the courier truck. I, I did. I actually, I did take it on a personal trip uh, to Denver one time when it was newer. <laughs> so yeah, the the air conditioning conked out in my wife's car a couple of days before we were supposed to leave, and I'm like, well. Well, I guess old tr- we're taking the truck. <laughs> we got old trusty back there. <laughs> get, that's get funny. Through. So he scoffs at the warranty. <laughs> yeah. and he goes, "I don't need that. <laughs> Whatever with that." Yeah, he, it's void in one year anyway. Pretty much <laughs> the way I drive. So. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, it might be void in about six months of the way you drive. Because <laughs> I think we figured it out, and you're, you drive like seventy-seven thousand miles a year. And so, uh, yeah, you're on a standard three-year, thirty-six thousand mile warranty a year, six months. <laughs> right on the yeah, five-year, hundred thousand mile warranty. Eh, you might get 18 months out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I won't need it. I'm sure I won't need it, but it's nice to have. Well, I want to know what he, sure. what he thinks about the new 9-speed. He's been shifting forever. Well, not only has he been <laughs> shifting forever. from manual to a 9-speed. But I was looking through like our interview on uh, on Truck Trend, and he was talking about the only thing he really wanted was a little bit more power. So, Brian, I think you're going to get that in the new 3-8 uh, 9-speed combo. Yeah, it's like triple the power that I have now. I don't know if I'll get in trouble with it or... You're going to blow the mirrors right off that thing. <laughs> now, will, will you leave it stock? Will you lift it, lower it? I'll leave it stock. Yeah. Of course he will. Because I use it for work, and right. I, I won't uh, won't change it. When we hear from our friends at Nissan that you got the new truck, if you don't mind, we'd like to check back with you and uh, and get your, uh, get your, a review. your review yeah, yeah. of the new truck. Sure, sure. That'd be great. Outstanding. All right, Brian. Not well, thanks for, uh, thanks for your time today, and we will talk to you soon. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling. Thanks, All Brian. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Holman, I'm guessing that uh, Maddie, our next guest, has got a long way to go to catch up to Brian as far as mileage goes. Are you saying that she's not driving 77,000 miles a year? <laughs> yes, that's probably <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, I mean, she lives up in the wilderness, and she's a, uh, I don't know, she's a professional fly fishing guide. Yeah. So she probably spends a lot of time in the outdoors, not just behind the wheel all day. No, that's she, what I'm she's saying. out doing. Have you ever seen her uh, her Instagram? I have. It's very well curated. It's yes. very cool. It yeah. makes me want to uh, live, live her wherever. life. Yeah, live her life. <laughs> yes. Well, as part of her uh, her deal, she's a uh, Titan ambassador, so she's in and out of the Titan doing all of her outdoor activities what every day. What does that mean, do you suppose, being a Titan well, ambassador? we should call her and ask her. Oh, that would be convenient. Hey, Sean. Hey, Maddie. How's it going? This is... Uh, both myself and Lightning calling you for the Truck Show Podcast. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing outstanding, even better now that we have you on the phone. You're living our dream life. That's what we think. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about your uh, your awesome Instagram and uh, all the beautiful pictures of you out doing things, and we went, we're just in a dark, dingy podcast studio, not even living our best us's right now. I know, and we've got soundproofing on the wall, so if we scream for help, no one's no, hearing us. Yeah, that's it. We're stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maddie... How in the world did you become a Titan ambassador? So it's kind of a, a great story. I um, So I graduated college, and I'll kind of give you the whole story real quick on how I sort of got into what I was doing and, and how that led to working with Nissan. But out of college, I went and lived in New Mexico and had my first job um, working for a travel company. And 
I realized after a few years of doing that that I wanted to do something different. And um, fly fishing was a passion of mine at the time, but I didn't really foresee it as being a career. So when I moved back to my home state of Colorado, I began guiding fly fishing just as sort of a summer part-time job to figure out what I was going to do next. And that led um, into me realizing that I really loved it and it was something that I wanted to pursue. And so, yeah, it kind of turned into a full-time gig for me. And that was almost six years ago now that I started guiding. And um, I started kind of naturally being a woman in the sport. There are a lot of amazing women, but um, it is certainly a male-dominated industry. So I think being a woman in the sport, I was very lucky to be able to work with some great brands that supported what I was doing and supported the outdoor lifestyle that I was living and um, Nissan, ha- Nissan happened to be one of them, and it was great. I had a friend that worked at Nissan, and he was a big fly fisherman, and it was a great way to kind of connect over that and realizing that in the outdoor sports world of fly fishing and hunting, trucks are a really big deal. And so it, it's been a really great fit, and I'm on my third Nissan truck with them right now. Specializing in fly fishing, you've got a lot of tools at your disposal, and the, and the Nissan Titan is a tool for you. I mean, yeah. without it, you're you're not getting to where you need to fish. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to find out. And um, keep in mind, Maddie, that my man Lightning here never goes in the outdoors and doesn't that's know not how to true. fish. That's not true. But I did, <laughs> as, as city folk, hold on, city Maddie, folk. as city folk, uh-huh. here, as city folk here, uh, <laughs> how, how is fly fishing different than just normal fishing the only, so I, I don't do either so <laughs> I don't do either but, but, but I know that so my buddy Jimmy Kimmel is like he goes every year to Montana does fly fishing with Huey Lewis and I'm like in the news yeah. yes that, that Huey uh-huh. Lewis and uh, the hotter rock and roll is beaten you know what I mean that dude and so how how is it different I don't I don't know I just know you stand in there and some waiters and you throw it you know you're tossing it out <laughs> I don't know I'm done I know that way. You, need to, you need to get a hold of Maddie off the air and see if she'll guide you somewhere and show you <laughs> no she's gonna want it just like no stay away from me it's like, how do you not know what this is well that's fair <laughs> how much time do we have no <laughs> um, fly fishing you know I think that all fishing is great and fun. I really love to fly fish because um, I feel like there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just about going out and catching fish to eat for dinner. It's about actually going out and understanding a habitat that a fish lives, whether that be, you know, sometimes it's an ocean, sometimes it's a river. And um, I do a lot of freshwater fishing for trout. And so when I go out to go and catch trout with a fly rod, I'm trying to figure out what those fish are naturally feeding on. So that means, you know, studying the river, picking up rocks, figuring out what insects naturally live there, what time of day the fish are going to be eating them, what time of day those those insects will be hatching. And then you go back to your fly box and you try and match the exact fly with what's naturally there. And it's kind of amazing to see how particular and specific fish are. I've had so many trout come and stare at my fly, analyze it, and then turn away. And so you realize when you're using stuff that isn't bait, that doesn't have any scent or um, you know, that doesn't smell like bacon or cheese. Um, fish really do take a lot of time and you have to be very kind of scientific about it. Well, those and fish are, those fish are nothing like uh, Holman and I. <laughs> yeah, bacon bacon cheese. and cheese, we're right there. <laughs> we, we don't even analyze it. <laughs> How has Nissan and the Titan improved your business and affected your livelihood? And, and, and what does the, the capability and reliability mean to your everyday life? For me specifically, um, I have found, so I commute to go and guide. Um, 
I've kind of in a year now where I'm doing a lot of commuting because I'm in between moves. But in the past couple of years, I've been driving at least two hours a day to go and guide. And so for me, that's huge to be able to have a really amazing, nice truck to go and do that. And you realize all the little things that I never had before. I used to have a an older truck before I had a Titan. And it's so funny, the things that you kind of become dependent on once you have them in a nice truck. <laughs> and like in the mornings, being able to, when you wake up and it's still frosty outside where we live in the mountains, being able to have the remote start to warm it up before you go, being able to have the heated steering wheel, just all of the kind of little details that make it a very luxurious truck um, for me, for other people that are in it. But most importantly, just being able to be in such a nice, safe vehicle for so much driving throughout the day, that makes a huge difference. And um, I, when I do have to get back in my old truck sometimes to move it or do something with it, I just, it's kind of crazy how, how much of a difference there is. And, and especially with the safety features, um, with the new 2020 Titan, I've, it's almost scary when you get into an old truck and you don't have the same safety features that you're used to that we have in the new Nissan with the 360 cameras and the alert that goes off if there's a car next to you and you're going to change lanes. So there's a lot of stuff that I've gotten very used to in this truck and feel like I need now. The safety stuff is all fine and dandy, but those zero gravity seats, come on now. You're yeah, driving two hours a day. <laughs> yeah, especially on those long road trips. That's That makes all the difference in the world well, she's, with a couple of she's, seats. She's off-road a lot of it, getting out to Rivers and Street yeah. and stuff like that. You're, I mean, I have a, a question for you, uh, Maddie. Has the Titan got you out of any tight jams where you thought, I'm oh, yeah. screwed? Like, I'm sinking <laughs> in mud, or this is sandy or rockier than I thought? Or uh, I no, caught absolutely. a whale and I need to get away from it? <laughs> a whale? I don't know. No, maybe. she doesn't fish for whales. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe maybe there's a, a mountain whale or something. No? What's wrong with no. You? Uh, lots is wrong with No, ab- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, with, with fly fishing... You're absolutely right. You have to get to a lot of places that are, you know, not on the side of a highway. You've got to get on some pretty sketchy roads or take some some off-roading to get to some good spots on a river. And um, I have definitely been in those situations, which I'm sure we all can relate to, when you start to feel like you're getting stuck and you get that kind of panic feeling going through you. And you're like, everything that I do now matters. (laughs) And um, I've had, I've almost been stuck in mud. I have been stuck in snow and gotten out of it. And um, I, you know, I think with any sort of track, depending where you're going, you should always carry the necessary stuff to get you out of that kind of thing, because sometimes you can have the best truck in the world and you're still going to get stuck. But I have found, again, comparing it to my other truck, like this truck is amazing in terms of what it's capable of. And especially living in Colorado with all of the snow we've had this winter, we're actually, I live in um, south of Denver right now, but we're, we're in the process of moving to Steamboat, which is about four hours away. And so we're constantly driving back and forth on that drive. And it's over like a couple different pretty sketchy mountain passes. And I've done it in, uh, several times in blizzards this year. And it's just so amazing how good this truck is in the snow. And that's something that I'm really grateful for, um, especially living in Colorado. So you've gotten out of a couple of jams where you thought, there's no way I'm getting through this. And you came out the other side, on the other side of the road and, and thought, wow, you know, handled pretty well. <laughs> In the snow one, I thought there was no way I was getting out of it. In the mud one, I thought, you know, it just had rained a bunch and you could start to feel the car sort of sliding underneath you. Um, The snow one, I was completely alone on a pass and I uh, had a plow truck right behind me. And he. um, The plow truck was was behind you. 
which he means, was behind me, which means and I was going, he wasn't helping you at all. <laughs> she was well, the plow. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. This was this was the issue. So I was like, okay, I can either go over this. He wasn't going to pass me, so I was like, I can either go over this really scary pass in his blizzard, or I can just pull over and let the plow go first. And so I I looked, and it looked like I could pull over, and of course, immediately got extremely stuck. <laughs> <laughs> And at that time, I didn't have the things that we should all have in our truck, like a shovel or some tracks or, you know, a rope, like things that will help you. Um, and so a guy came by and he actually helped pull me out. But like, so it was so easy. And I think one thing that I was really grateful to was all the hookup spots. The Titans kind of designed to help other people and also get stuck in those situations and get out easy. So I was really grateful to be in a truck that was not gonna need like some to call like an emergency service to come get me <laughs> so which titan do you have now i know you've had a couple trucks but your 2020 which model is it so i have the pro 4x in the baja storm oh, oh we drove we have that truck right now right now that we're reviewing yeah isn't that's a nice truck yes, and we're it giving it a glowing so review nice. yeah so yeah what, amazing <laughs> so what do you like about that truck versus the the older models what are some of the upgrades that nissan has done uh beyond the safety that you really got in and went wow these are some really nice upgrades it's got to be the panoramic roof right there's okay the moon i keep forgetting because i have the sh- i have the shade closed and i forget about it and then i look up and i see it it's like the moon roof i think they call it and it's it's amazing. It's so big. The new Munroof that slides open. I think it's like four feet long by maybe two and a half feet. And the whole roof is glass and opens up. And I have never seen that before. Like I've seen on some very nice like kind of sports cars. I've never seen it on a truck like this. And my favorite thing to answer your question is my favorite thing about this truck. There's a lot of things I'll tell you. But the first thing is just the way it looks. It's such a good looking truck. Yeah, and- the new styling is great, especially with all the LED lights everywhere and yeah, I feel like I literally cannot go anywhere without somebody coming, commenting on it or being at a stoplight and rolling down their window and just being like, that's a nice truck. Like, is it brand new? And people love this truck. Even like an old lady came up to me in the grocery store the other day and was like, I've never said I liked a truck, but I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's it's an amazing, really good looking truck, which I, I just love the look of it. I love the color. I've seen some other trucks were sort of kind of a similar color, but the thing I really like about the Baja Storm, it's almost like a chocolate brown. It's not like a sand. It's like a really nice chocolate brown I color. like to call it moody. It's a, it's a moody, moody tan. Yeah, it's almost, you know what it reminds yeah. me of? Is when you're- now, uh, Is it emo? Is it an emo? No, it's def- no I don't think it's, it's emo. Moody, it's just right? moody. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. had a hard day. It has had a hard day. It's just it just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe is that it yeah. needs, needs coffee. No, I, I I love the way that it sort of has like a grayish a tone to it. So it almost reminds me of the desert where uh, like a monsoonal thunderstorm is rolling through and the sky is really dark and gray and the you see all the desert sand. That's sort of like the color. That color for me sort of embodies that that feel. So now I'm going yeah. to think of your feelings when I look at that color. Are you? No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone that hasn't seen this truck, I highly recommend just Googling it and looking at it because it's brand new. So it's a lot of people probably haven't seen it out on the road yet. But with all of the matte black features, like the matte black grill and the really cool um, lava red like accent colors that are all around it, it's just like it's so good looking. When I got mine, it had the roll bar on it. And it had um, like the steps that you walk up onto. So the running boards, it's it's a really cool looking truck. All right. I have the most important question. Yeah. How does your dog like the Titan? Because your dog <laughs> looks rad. I want to meet your dog. <laughs> what kind of dog yeah, is well, it? Well, if you, if you go uh, use her as a guide to go learn how to fly fish, I'm sure you can see I should do yeah. that. It, it looks like a uh, stuffed animal. 
Yeah, he he definitely he looks like a little lamb. He's such a cute dog. His name is Tuco, and he wait, loves what's his name? Tuco, like T U C O. What does that mean? <laughs> we just thought it was cute. There's no meaning really behind it, but we did find out after we named him it that it's the name of the drug dealer in Breaking Bad. So. Oh, okay. Well, there's okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, he's the absolute opposite. He's such a cute little sweetie, and yeah, he loves to drive in trucks. But we unfortunately have had an adjustment where he he developed this new need to try and crawl into your lap while you're driving 65 oh. <laughs> miles an hour on the highway. That can get dangerous, yes. Yes, and, like, he won't give up. Like, you can, like, put your hand, you can hold him. He just, like, forces his way. So now he has to ride a kennel, which he's not happy about. <laughs> but it's safer for all of us. But, yes, in general, he loves it. He likes to sit in it. If there's ever a thunderstorm, he likes to go sit in the car. It's his favorite place to be. So I was looking at the uh, some of the pictures on your Instagram of all of the uh, the awesome fish you've caught. And normally people will catch fish and then they'll tell their buddies and they'll mm-hmm. be like, I caught a fish that's this big. It'll be like their wingspan. And the reality <laughs> is, is you've actually caught those fish because you have pictures, which none of my friends do. Uh, I'm ge- I'm guessing that uh, 1,500 pounds of payload in the, in the Titan is probably good for all these big fish that you catch. What's the biggest yeah. one? That you've ever pulled out of the water. If she filled the back of her bed with fish, that's just, uh, that's too many fish. That's fishtopia. <laughs> it's like fish again. Well, well, not if she has one giant one. What's what's the biggest, Maddie? Well, the good news about fly fishing is that we always catch and release the fish back. But, um. <laughs> that's a good point. But, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to actually put it in the back of the truck. But um, the biggest fish I've ever caught, it kind of depends because. You know, it's it's so funny. A lot of people are kind of stuck on size and with some species that matters. But a lot of times it's just like, you know, sometimes it's really cool to catch a certain type of fish and it doesn't matter the size of it. But this last year, one fish that I caught that I thought was really cool was a big peacock bass. And I caught that in the Amazon in Brazil. And A sentence neither fun. lightning nor I will right. ever use. I've never caught a peacock <laughs> bass. Now, is that is that the, the uh, most rare fish that you've ever caught? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I would think that or like a Dorado were probably they're pretty unique compared to the stuff I normally fish. Ooh, I've fish caught for, a Dorado. So. Have, have you? Really? Really? I have. Where'd you go? Uh, Where'd you catch it? Off Mexico. Well, it probably wasn't the same. You probably I caught a golden Dorado. Mine was a saltwater <laughs> one. I don't even know what one looks like. What is a peacock? What was the like, peacock bass? Okay, you guys should look up peacock bass because they are probably the most beautiful fish you've ever seen. They're okay. so bright in color, and um. They're really interesting. Like they sit on their nests all day and they go. Oh yeah, those it's are just cool. Such an interesting fish. Yeah. Wow, so, that thing is gorgeous. When I got that fish, though, I was so certain it was stuck on the bottom. Like it did not move for like a full ten seconds. It just felt like it was stuck in a gigantic log. And I, you know, I always assume like maybe it's a fish, but like ten seconds went by. I'm like, there's no way. And then it started to move. <laughs> and that fish was just so fun because it was like. I truly felt like my hand was going to explode. It was so heavy to try and bring that up. And, yeah, that was a very cool fish. Looks like they're pretty good size, too. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. <laughs> now, my Dorado were the like a, a mahi-mahi out in uh, deep water fishing, you know. Yeah. And um, those things are beautiful, too, but nowhere near the, the look of the peacock bass. That's, that's a, that's a good-looking fish. Yeah, there's some really beautiful fish out there. I, I love it. And I also... In the U.S., we have so many amazing fish. A lot of people don't realize that you can fly fish for essentially any species, which is pretty cool. Like some people go out and fly fish for blue marlin. Some people, 
you know, fly fish for trout. Some people like to fly fish for bonefish. So there's so many different places that fly fishing can take you. But one thing I'm really excited to do is to, I would love to do a road trip in this truck around the U.S. and and do some different fishing and just really like take advantage of the amazing country we have and the fish that are here. You can do that though. Being, you've got a good size audience on Instagram and social media, you, and with the companies you're connected to, you've got a luxury that uh, guys like Holman and I don't have. Like we're stuck in an office most of the day. You can get out and see the world and you can- I quit. And, and I'm you, going fly I know, fishing. right? Yeah, but you have no talent. That's the problem. Uh, uh, that's, that's not true. Just, see, thank you. No. Thank you, Maddie. Uh, well, you, you know how to eat. There's that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm releasing the fish, so I'll still have to bring something in my pocket. Gotcha. I, I have to tell you that when I met Sean- on a couple of different trips we've done, he's an extremely funny, like very witty, great person. I'm not saying well, he's not you. charming or smart. <laughs> he's just not talented. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, on uh, on that note, this is definitely uh, taking a turn for the worse. Uh, all right. Well, wait, wait, wait. I have a question. If if someone, not me, but if someone wanted oh, yeah, not, to, not I, you, and for sure, someone wanted to team up with Maddie and uh-huh. and and be guided on a tour. Who do mm-hmm. you work for? A company? Are you independent? I wouldn't even know how to quote unquote book you. Yeah, so it might change a little bit this next year once I move to Steamboat, but in the interim, since we're not there yet, you should reach out to North Fork Ranch Guide Service, and it's a great, like an amazing guide service. If I can't do it, then someone else can, because they have a team of excellent guides, but I've worked there for the last two years, and um, it's on the North Fork of the South Platte, which is about an hour away from Denver, so super easy place you can find to Denver if you're not already here. It's only an hour drive. They have amazing access to private water. So I definitely recommend if you want to learn how to fly fish, North Fork Ranch is the place to do it. And, and the it, typical tours are what, a, a couple of days, a week? What is it in, in Totally, fall? totally um, customized. So if you want to come, you can actually come and spend the night. There's a little ranch there. You can spend the night there or you can just do day trips. You can do a half day, a full day. Some people come and fish for four days in a row. Um, and you just, when you reach out to North Fork Ranch Red Service, you just, you can request me as a guide or um, if I'm unavailable, they, again, they have a staff of amazing guides. And that's one of the, my favorite things about working with them is it's some of the best guides in Colorado. So I've been so lucky to learn from well, so many they of have them. A, I mean, it's clear that they, um, they chose wisely with you. <laughs> well, I've, yeah, I feel very lucky to be a part of that team. So even with the move, I'm trying my best to be able to stay a part of it, even though distance will be there'll be even more, there'll be like five hours between me and the ranch <laughs> in terms of driving distance. But, you know, it's close to Denver. So when I'm in and out of Denver, it's a great place to be able to to guide out of. Well, if uh, you're interested in uh, following the exploits of our friend Maddie Brenneman, you can follow her on Instagram. That's at Maddie Brenneman, M-A-D-D-I-E-B-R-E-N-N-E-M-A-N. And she has some amazing photos on there, uh, especially of her Titan towing uh, airstreams and out on adventures, uh, pictures of her fishing and all sorts of cool stuff. So please check her out and uh, we appreciate your time today. Yeah, thank you guys so much for your time. I'm super excited to um, share this track as we go along. So thanks so much for your time. It was really nice to speak with you both. Thanks, Maddie. All right, we'll talk to you Take soon. Take care, guys. All, all right, right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Dial up Mr. Celebrity Chef David Rose. Uh, I'm going to do that right now. What if he goes by that Mr. Celebrity Chef? I just call him Chef. Okay. Hello. Is this David Rose? Maybe. <laughs> What's going on, Chef? Lightning and Holman Truck Show Podcast. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on, fellas? How you doing, gentlemen? We're we, doing great. It got, got better now that we're talking to you. Yeah, doing awesome. Uh, just uh, real quick to introduce you, this is uh, our good friend, celebrity chef, David Rose. You may remember him from 
such places as the Food Network, Good Morning America, the Today Show, the Steve Harvey Show, Hallmark Home, Fox and Friends. I mean, where haven't you been? Every time I see you on uh, Facebook, you're somewhere new filming something. I haven't been to the moon yet, so working on that. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get that going. <laughs> so how you been? Man, I've been great. I've been blessed, man, to just, you know, do what I love for a living and pretty much have my passions, um, you know, just kind of living my passion daily. You know, Nissan, great brand. Uh, do some awesome events with them. Uh, some awesome events where Sean, quick story how Sean and I met was at the, uh, the Smoking Titan event was in Tennessee, and I don't know if anybody knows, Google Smoking Titan, pretty much what they did was they converted a, uh, a Titan truck into the world's first uh, grill truck kind of combi-type vehicle, and it, it roasts, it grills, it smokes, and that's how me and Sean met, man. So I've just been able and fortunate to just kind of combine my passions of cooking and just kind of take it to some uh, really amazing places, so... I literally have no complaints. <laughs> now, is that the event where Holman uh, cooked up the uh, the Dr Pepper barbecue sauce and uh, put it on a what a brisket or something? Is that what you did, Holman? It is. And and yes, and that is. David, did you did you taste it? Was it okay? <laughs> I mean, you're you're still alive. I was one of the judges. It was really tasty. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Because you don't know this, but David, he talks about it all the time. That's not all, true. Oh yeah. No. No. We only talked about it recently because we had our other chef friend Corey Barr. That's just on. not true. It's uh-huh. like you. It's like you went to the moon. You're like, oh yeah, I made this. It's like the greatest thing that's ever happened to mankind is your Dr Pepper freaking barbecue. Yeah. Sauce. Well, it's it's a. It's pretty good. And, and b. I have to tell you, uh, I was on David's Instagram and he had. Uh, I can't remember which chef it was. It was Emerald or. One of those guys where you had said it was an honor because you had gotten to uh, cook for that chef, and I'm like, ooh, me, me, honor, I got to cook for you. Yes, so. you did. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> if, if I may quote Sean correctly, I'm pretty sure he said his Dr. Barbecue brisket was the best thing since sliced bread. Did I get that right? Uh, close. Yeah, close. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> okay. So, David, what's the backstory? How did you get hooked up with Nissan? Because, I mean, you know, normally you can imagine like an off-roader or a racer gets teamed with Nissan, but you're, you're a famous chef. So how does that work? Yeah, pretty much. You know, I've been fortunate over my career to work with some really cool brands. And I ride a motorcycle. You know, pickup trucks and motorcycles are kind of synonymous. And the way I kind of got linked up, actually, through Nissan is with uh, Corey. He invited me out to judge at the uh, the Smoking Titan event up in Tennessee. And uh, from there, you know, it was like, you know, meeting best friends you never knew you had. And just it just was a, a meeting of the minds where it just made sense to kind of combine everything I'm doing, they're doing, and just taking the Smoking Titan on the road. And uh, it's been a hell of a ride ever since. Funny story. As it turns out, truck people like food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, so it was a good match. Now, David, were you a truck guy before the Titan? or? Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've been now. I'm a convert. I'm actually from uh, New Jersey, and I've been living in Atlanta, Georgia since 2001, uh, 2003, actually. And uh, the first thing you kind of get when you come down there, man, like you're kind of ingrained the culture. you got to get a pickup truck. So I've been rocking with the pickup truck, different brands, since uh, 2007. And, uh, you know, I've ridden a lot of pickup trucks, and I got to say, man, the Titan, it's, uh, it's hands down my, my favorite, man. You know, it not only combines just that aggressive, cool look, 
but it's comfortable as all hell, man, you know? So, um, yeah, definitely been a pickup truck since I moved to Georgia. You got to have one. Which which model are you driving right now, and uh, and and how do you like the the room in it? Because you're a you're a big guy. I mean, you got some. Uh, you got some <laughs> guns. Hold on, Let, let's make sure. I, I know they they say don't trust a skinny chef, right? But do they yeah. say trust a yoked chef? Because my friend David Rose, man, yeah. he's bringing the guns. He's bringing the guns. Hey, the, man. the gun you know, show is I got out a for sure. So that's cool, you know. In Georgia, you got to have registration for guns, so they are registering. <laughs> Law enforcement's listening. I got to register. We're good there. Uh, but actually, right now, I'm I'm waiting for delivery of the 2020 um, uh, Black Pro 4X. Ooh, uh, but currently, oh, in nice. the meantime, in between time, I'm driving around a 2020 uh, Red Platinum Reserve, and it is just swank and just all the bells <laughs> and whistles and just real pretty. That nice brown leather in there feels oh, yeah. real good. I think that's the good. next that's the next advertisement. It's just David, like it's a black screen, you know, it's nothing but the Nissan logo, and then he leans towards the camera and just goes, swank. <laughs> I like that. Let's do it. Yeah. Bro, for, you know, platinum reserve. Swank. I'm in. I'm in. I love it. I'm in. But you know, I, I just love the blacked out look of the trucks. You know, my motorcycle's black also. You see they gotta coordinate. You gotta coordinate whatever you do, you gotta coordinate colors. So um looking forward to seeing that black on black X, but that uh that platinum reserve is a beaut, and I'm sure enjoying it in the meantime. So what uh what are the things about the Titan that kind of made you a convert? You said, hey, I'm a convert. I dri- I've driven lots of different brands. What is it about the Nissan Titan that made you say, you know what? There's something here. With this right here, I really truly feel that they figured out the formula where it's function, looks, and just comfort. Where you have those anti gravity seats, great. Uh, you also have security, you know, where I, I'm a caterer, I'm a chef, I do a lot of stuff with events, and a lot of times you might have something hitched up, and what's really, really cool that I'm digging is the 360 camera on there, you know, and I just truly think, like, you know, when you're driving, uh, Sean can attest to this, he's been in millions, probably more times than I've been in, <laughs> it really is comfortable where, you know, it doesn't have that rough and bumpy, you know, ride that a lot of trucks do have, and you can be off-roading, and you feel like you're driving in a sedan. Sean, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Titan's super smooth and comfortable. And well, what I like about it is the, the structure is so tight that even when you're off-road, you don't get the creaks and rattles. Like, the, the truck exactly. is solid. Now, David, have you had a chance to take the Titan off-road to, like, just like beat the living heck out of it to see how it holds up? Um, uh... <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that's, we're getting some Georgia boys backwards stuff here. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, but I had a chance to try to, you know, take it for a test ride when we shot the little commercial for Nissan back uh, October, September, when we were in California. I had a chance to kind of do some desert, off-terrain stuff while shooting the commercial. You know, the real visually appealing kind of cool stuff. And, like, I was just kind of blown away just by the technology where, you know, it has the, um, the amazing stability of the chassis that's there as well. And um, as far as when you're driving downhill, uh, the really cool thing it has now is the hill descent control. Oh, yeah. Where a lot of times if you're driving down a hill and it might speed up on you, but with that hill descent control, it kind of slows it down. So you're focused just on the steering. So it really is, in my in my opinion, I'm not just saying this because I work with Nissan. It's one of the smartest trucks I've ever driven. Shout out to Nissan. Keep doing you doing, guys. Wendy, Kevin. Dave Page, all you guys there, they're kicking ass. You can curse on here, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, well, we, we just kind of kicking ass. Kicking ass. Kicking ass. 
So how has having the Titan? I mean, is this? I guess this will probably be what your your second or third Titan and third one, third one. Okay. So how has it affected your business? Obviously, you're a, you're a, a chef. You travel a lot. You've got a catering business. Mm-hmm. You got a lot going on in your life. How has the Titan helped you to to I don't know live your best you really? Well, I mean, are are you pulling a a trailer like you did with the the barbecue trailer, or or are you how do you use it as a tool? Pretty much, you know, I lose a lot of times uh, as far as the payload, putting stuff in there. It's really roomy. I can put a lot of different grills or different you know kitchen equipment, pots, pans, chafing dishes, stuff of that nature. If I have a bigger event, maybe even hitching a trailer, you know, and it's just super comfortable where I can literally you know have a huge event during the day, go home, hose it down, clean it up, and go to a nice restaurant where it has that, you know, that show-stopping appeal where it's just a damn, it's a damn good-looking truck, man. Well, I pull up in that thing, I can't tell you how many times, how many compliments I get on it, and it really suits me, you know. I'm, I'm a big guy, so I like big toys, you know. I look kind of weird coming out of, like, a small, you know, Fiat or, like, one of those <laughs> That ain't me. So, like, it definitely fits my personality, Definitely fits my brand, and um, I just really enjoy driving that truck. Uh, the gas mileage is great, you know, so it really is helping me live my best life. Uh, as, as you, uh, you know, you talked about going to a restaurant, you know, with it all fancy and cleaned up and all that, and you can park it out front, no problem. Uh, well, you know, let's uh, let's let the audience in a little bit. You don't ever pay for a meal, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends. Okay. It depends, but if that does happen. I make sure to take care of the staff always. All right, okay. good, good, good. All right, and so do you got, do uh, celebrity chefs have like a uh, a running tab where if you know uh, Corey shows up in your restaurant, you have to cook him a meal later too. You guys got to work it all out. It's kind of like a, a brotherhood, you know, like it's kind of like a uh, a fraternity of sorts where like you always take care of each other. And I think that kind of even um, expands outside of just chefs, you know, just the the hospitality industry in general where I've been in the industry for a long time. I'm 38 now, just been 30 on the 23rd. And um, I've been in the industry since I was 13, 14 years old. So wow. I've been a busboy, I've been a waiter, I've been, I've been a room service attendant, said a lot of things doing room service, uh, which you can probably, you know, assume from me saying that in hotels. Um, I've been a, a bartender, I've been a chef. So just, you know, it's kind of the unspoken fraternity, you know, whenever you go somewhere else, see another chef, another bartender, you take care and go above and beyond because that's what we do. How do you tell another chef that their work is maybe not up to snuff? I mean, <laughs> what kind of – I want to see you. Uh, excuse it? me, but this is a little under season tonight. <laughs> you know, I, I, I call it the compliment sandwich. Where you, good, you put the negative in the middle and finish strong. Let me, let me demonstrate, you know. Say a chef made a, a steak that was – a lot more than well done. I prefer my steak rare, medium rare. That's top. So I'd say, you know, the seasoning was great on that steak. It was a little overcooked, but again, you know, that char was awesome. So he knows <laughs> I'm telling him it's way overcooked, but it tasted good, and the char was nice. It might have been the, the texture of leather, but hey, <laughs> you know, that compliment sandwich, compliment insert that, uh, you know, that reinforcement, that feedback, and then finish with a compliment. Well, I, I will say uh, uh, it's the, even if it is leathery, it's nowhere near as buttery smooth as yeah. the leather in that Platinum Reserve. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> is that Corinthian leather? Yeah. Exactly. Well, because now that's got to happen where he gets in a buddy's truck and he's got to, like, mm-hmm. compliment them. No, no, but no. Then, but no, then, he gets but then his, diss uh, him at the same time. He gets in a buddy's exactly. uh, you know, competitor's truck and he goes, hey, man, uh, this isn't really leather. This is vinyl. I mean, it's, it's a nice truck. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's not a, a titan. But you did good anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you did, you did good for you. Exactly. Nice rims. <laughs> nice rims. I mean, uh, it's no Fender audio system, but uh, I'm glad you yeah. made the purchase. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know those. Uh, exactly. Hey, are these? Uh, these must be a hundred gravity seats because uh, they're nowhere near as soft and comfortable as my Nissan Zero gravity seats. Yeah. See, you guys are you guys are fast learning. You, got, you know what I'm talking about. You got rock. You got rocks in the seat cushions or yeah. <laughs> compliment sandwich. All right. If you guys are listening, compliment sandwich. There compliment sandwich. We learned something today. Oh, you know what? That just reminded me of something somebody said about the podcast. I'm pretty sure it was. Compliment sandwich. sandwich, yeah. I think it was David. <laughs> now I'm looking back on that wondering. <laughs> Signed, David Rose. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Oh, man. You guys got it, man. <laughs> All right, well, what is your favorite new feature for 2020 that uh, that you would tell somebody who's on the fence about picking up a new truck? You'd say, ah, this is it. Go get it. This is why. All right, that is a great question. Um, for me, I, I'm loving the new moonroof. Uh, kudos to Nissan on that because, you know, Ain't nothing like when it's sunny weather, you know, you got the sun, got the wind blowing through your head. In my case, my scalp. I'm loving that <laughs> new dual panel panoramic moonroof. I just amazing. Um, I, again, I, I timed it back to just the combination of functionality, safety, good looks. You have the uh, the music system with the, uh, the fender in there. You have the 8-inch display on there where essentially, you know, supports the, uh, the Apple CarPlay. And also Samsung, where it has everything that you see on your phone is right there on that display. So you're not looking down. It's voice animated for, you know, Siri and whatnot. It just is it's beautiful. You know, there's so many colors, so many different packages. You have the Pro 4X, the SL. The price is great as well. You know, for what you're getting, you're it a ton really, of value. really is priced out. You get your value for the bang and also that warranty. I can't think of any other truck that has that warranty. So all of those things is kind of a no-brainer. All right, I'm going to go get myself a Titan. Sold. That's it. There you Sold. go. Good Sold. job. <laughs> I got to go. I'm heading down to the Nissan dealer. See you guys later. <laughs> well, David, so if we wanted to taste your food, where do we go? Because you're like a man on a mission. You're on the road, right? Because mainly you're catering, right? You don't have a fixed restaurant that we can walk in the door. No, to. no no fixed restaurant. Most of the stuff I do, I do with a lot of different uh, food brands, companies, and events and TV shows. Um, so if you want to find out what I'm doing, where I'll be, where you can taste my food, got a couple of products coming out also, check me out on my website, chefdavidrose.com, Instagram, Chef Rose, Twitter, I don't use it that much, <laughs> Chef David Rose, and also on Facebook, Chef David Rose, so just Google me. And I'll keep you guys up to date and abreast of what's new, what's uh, happening. All right. Well, you, next time you come to California, I know we've missed each other a couple times. We got to have a, yeah. a stogie together. I got to bring some sticks. I gave Sean some a while ago. Yeah. I'm not sure if he has some more. I but got one left. I have plenty. Got one left. I have a room dedicated to cigars, so I got plenty. I'll bring them. All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for checking in and sharing your experience with uh, with Nissan and the Titan and. Uh, we will talk soon. Thank you so much. The pleasure's mine, guys. Thank you. I'm looking forward to some uh, Dr. Pepper brisket in the near future. Oh, oh, there there All right. You come, you come over for a cigar. I'll, I'll make some uh, brisket and some Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. And I'll try not All to right. disappoint. All right. Consider it done. Let's do it, fellas. <laughs> awesome. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. All right. Bye. All right, Holman, after having spoken to everyone, here's what I get about Nissan as a brand. They care about the customers. Yep. They care about the people who are speaking on their behalf. Absolutely. Every single person that we've spoken to has the same super positive like outlook on life. 
they're just excited about the brand. They're excited about their careers. And I think they're excited that the brand enables them to do the things they love to do in life or the things they have to do. So whether it's work, whether it's pleasure, you can't do it without a great truck to facilitate those other things. And clearly, Nissan has a great lineup with the uh, Titan, Titan XD, and of course, the Frontier. Without question. So you guys know that our show is powered by Nissan. We're uh, greatly appreciative of this relationship. And honestly, if you are in the market for a new truck or van, go to NissanUSA.com or go down to your local Nissan dealer and sit in one. The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, oh, oh. Oh, Holman, I love this truck. Give me a blast on the throttle. Let me hear the exhaust note. All right, yeah, no problem. All right, here we go. All right, hit it. Oh, it sounds good. So good. Hey, hey, Holman? Holman! You gonna leave me here? Holman! Dang it!